ஹலோ அண்ட் வெல்கம் டு சங்கம் லிட் திஸ் இஸ் நந்தினி கார்கி அண்ட் இன் திஸ் எபிசோட் வி லிசன் டு அன் அக்கவுண்ட் ஆஃப் த பாஸ்ட் க்ளோரி ஆஃப் அ பிளேஸ் அஸ் போர்ட்ரேட் இன் சங்கம் லிட்ரரி ஒர்க் புறநானூறு டூ சிக்ஸ்டி ஒன் பென் பை த போயட் ஆவூர் மூலங்கிழார் set in the category of karandai tinai or cattle recovering the verse expresses the helplessness felt after the loss of a patron ando endai adaya peril vandu padu naravin tanda mandayodu varaya perunjotru murivai mutram vetru yatru ambiyin yetru atru aga kandanen mandra sorga en kanni வையம் காவலர் வளம்கெழு திருநகர் மையல் யானை அயா உயிர்த்தன்ன நெய் உலை சொறிந்த மை ஊன் ஓசை புதுக்கன் மாக்கள் செதுக்கன் ஆர பயந்தனை மண்ணால் முன்னே இனியே பல் ஆ தழிய கல்லா வல்வில் உழைக்குரல் கூகை அழைப்ப ஆட்டி நாகமுலை அண்ணனரும் பூங்கரந்தை விறகு அறியாளர் மரபின் சூட்ட நிறை ஈவன் தந்து நடுக்கல் ஆகிய வெண்வேல் விடலை இன்மையின் புலம்பி கொய்மொழி தலையொடு கைமையுற கலங்கிய களிகல மகடு போல புல்லென்றனையால் பல் அணி இழந்தே verses in the series seem to be fusing the two themes of the loss of a patron and that of recapturing stolen cattle the poet's words can be translated as follows alas o huge mansion of my lord with wide open gates your front yard whose floor used to be worn out by the ceaseless rendering of bee buzzing sweet toddy onto the bowls of seekers along with limitless amounts of rice now stands like a boat in a waterless river how can this be i have now seen you barren let my eyes be ruined akin to the huge sigh of must elephants in the esteemed and prosperous mansions of those who protect the land hear the sounds of fleshy meat being cooked on a hot pan coated with ghee were heard then and you used to render this brightening eyes of newcomers to the mansion before now giving chase to those who captured many cattle carrying a well trained sturdy bow in hand as the ominous sounds of an owl resounded and as dictated by the tradition of the wise who have much prudence wearing fragrant flower clusters of the karande which look like the udders of young cows he brought back the entire cow herd here and ended up a memorial stone akin to his widowed wife shown of all ornaments with a newly shaved head who moans and laments the absence of that white-speared young man you too have become listless losing the luster of your beauty let's explore the details here in taking a different approach the poet addresses the house of a patron here In the very first line the poet establishes the boundless generosity of that patron by saying the gates of his house were never shut standing always ajar welcoming anyone passing that way next the poet turns his focus onto the floor of the front yard which is worn out by countless people who stood there with their begging bowls brimming with sweet toddy and rice too 
He declares the current dilapidated state of that flow with the illustrative image of a boat resting on a river bereft of its flowing water. Seeing this sight, the poet declares his eyes must be cursed indeed. Then he turns to auditory imagery and makes our ears hear the sound of sighing elephants in the mansions of mighty kings. This is the exact sound that used to emanate from this mansion, not from elephants, but from the sound of meat being fried in hot ghee, declares the poet. Turning from the wondrous past to the present, the poet talks about the event of this village cattle being stolen by others and how this patron went there with a bow in hand, employing the wise strategies and traditions of the knowledgeable. One such tradition, when going to recapture cattle, was to wear karandai flowers, known commonly as the East Indian globe thistle. Offering an intricate plant-animal connection, the poet talks about how the flower of this plant looks like the udder of a cow, something you will appreciate when you search for an image of this interesting medicinal flower. Reverting, the poet continues the tale of how the leader had gone to recapture those cattle, succeeded in his mission but lost his life in the process and became a memorial stone. Then he goes on to compare the dull current state of the mansion to the appearance of the man's wife who has lost her past lustre owing to the widowhood customs of shaving her head and removing her ornaments. And thus the poet talks about how the joy and wealth of many depended on one person's life and the indirect evidence for patriarchy in those harsh customs of widowhood. However, even amidst these difficult sociological truths of then, the poet manages to infuse this song on death with unique visuals such as an abandoned boat on a riverless bed and the enchanting sounds of food being cooked, thus making a past moment throb with life in the present. Thanks for listening to this episode of Sangam Lit and journeying with me to ancient lands and minds. Please visit nandanikarki.com to share your thoughts and do spread the word about Sangam Lit. Until next time, Nandri Vanakkam.